We once again commence with those words that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has encouraged us to recite frequently in the month of Ramadan, which is Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, Astaghfirullah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-jannah wa a'udhu bika min al-nar, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, Astaghfirullah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-jannah wa a'udhu bika min al-nar, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, Astaghfirullah, اللهم إني أسألك الجنة وأعوذ بك من النار. الحمد لله tonight the tarawih commenced with the remaining part of Surah Yasin, which is known as the heart of the Quran. We have been encouraged in the hadith to recite it upon those people who are about to pass away or those who have passed away. It contains within it many verses describing the greatness of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the signs of Allah, and amongst the verses is. And a particular event that occurred, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of an individual whose name is not mentioned, by the way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the example of this particular area. The word qariya is used, which normally means a town, but it refers to a city known as Antaqiya. There was a man by the name of Habib al-Najjar, whose name we learn from the historical tradition and, and narrations. It's not mentioned in the verse of the Quran. And he was a very pious servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of an incident where three messengers were sent at once to this particular nation. And Imam Qatada rahimahullah says that they were not anbiya alayhim salam but they were three among of the students of or the, the Ashab of Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu says that they were Anbiya alayhi salam, they were sent as messengers to these people. And they presented the invitation of all the Anbiya alayhi salam. Every Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a Muslim. Every Nabi of Allah gives da'wah to Islam, which is submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is an important point to bear in mind. It is not that Sayyidina Isa salam came with his deen and Sayyidina Musa salam came with his deen and, and uh, Suleyman salam came with his deen. No. Every Nabi came with the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is Islam. Inna deen عند Allah al-Islam. Submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came with the same message that the Anbiya alayhimu salam came with. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says that the Anbiya alayhimu salam are all brothers. They, they differ in their sharia but the deen is one. Deenuhum wahid. The deen is one. In other words, the message of tawheed and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one. So these Anbiya alayhim salam came and when they presented the da'wah, the invitation to this nation, the first objection was, قَالُوا مَا أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا That you are human beings just like us, so why do we have to follow you? Which was something similar to what the Quraysh told Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed that if he had to send down malaika, then too you would have had an excuse to say that they don't marry, they don't have physical needs, they don't have children. So how are we going to uh, follow the way of the malaika who are pure from these needs? And now when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends a human being, you say we want an angel. It's not supposed to be a human being. So this is a continuous objection which was made uh, by the, in the time of Jahiliyyah and even prior to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like in this particular instance. And they rejected that which was sent unto them by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
these messengers said unto them, to their nation, رَبُّنَا يَعْلَمُ إِنَّا إِلَيْكُمْ لَمُرْسَلُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we have been sent unto you. Because a person cannot fabricate or invent something like that if he doesn't have the true message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There will be people like Musaylama al-Kadhab, the imposter in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but Allah humiliates them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala disgraces them. Those people who claim nubuwa and prophethood. There is a particular word in Sharia which is known as ihana, like we have mu'jiza. Mu'jiza means the miracles of the prophets. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives such a miracle which overpowers and dominates the intellect and even the abilities of the people of his time. And opposing that is something which an imposter would perhaps try to do to challenge the miracle of, of a Nabi. So Musaylama al-Kadhab, he uh, heard that Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with so much barakah that when he would wipe his, his, his hand over a sick person, Allah would give shifa. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would bless a child that was, that was touched by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or a dua that was made by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for a child. That child would be blessed in this world as well as in the akhirah. So he, decided, he was told that, what miracles do you have? We heard that Muhammad has got this speciality. So he said, I also have something like that. And then he, the historians say he decided to show them and demonstrate that he is going to wipe his hand over the head of a sick child. And as he was doing that, as he was wiping his hand, the child lost all his hair. So this, in the terminology of Sharia, is called ihana, where Allah humiliates a person who tries to challenge one of the miracles of, of a Nabi that has been sent. In any case, these mursaloon, these messengers, they presented their message. وَمَا عَلَيْنَا إِلَّا الْبَلَاغُ الْمُبِينَ We give an open invitation and message to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second thing they said was, إِنَّا تَطَيَّرْنَا بِكُمْ That all messengers, or people who you are claiming to be messengers, we do not take any good omen from you. We find that you are people of bad luck. There's only negativity with you. You're backwards. And these type of slogans we hear today addressed at maybe those who are the inheritors of the Anbiya, those who present the message, the ulama, who convey the message of Rasulullah Sometimes we hear these sentiments expressed that, you know, these people are but backwards. You know, they, they're not from this time. They, they need to adapt to the, the modern age. In fact, respected brothers, our success in this dunya lies in us going back, not going forward. And we have to go so far back that we, we bring our lives in accordance to the way of the life of Rasulullah And how those who stayed in his company, how they conducted themselves, and the people who stayed in their company, how they conducted themselves, this is what we need to keep in front of us as a role model. Uh, we do not have... Uh, this is why in Islam the word Tawheed, Tawheed means believing only in one Allah. But that applies to every part of our life. When we say that we have Iman, this, the Shahada, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, is actually to synchronize our minds and our hearts. That we don't focus, we don't get attracted. There's only one example for us, which is Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We don't have to look at a particular fashion or a particular thing which, which comes into vogue and people find, okay, this seems to be nice for our period and our time. Let us see if it's, if it's fine. We, there's no need for us to do that. So whether it be our appearance, whether it be our conduct, whether it be our interaction, whether it be our business dealings, everything has been dictated. It's tawheed. It's, it's only one way for us, the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So they said that you people are uh, people of bad luck. And if you do not stop your, your, your invitation to what you are calling to, then we would then 
stone you and persecute you. Persecute you. So these messengers said, Ta'irukum ma'akum. Whatever bad luck you're considering that belongs to you, we are, we are reminding you and you are people that have deviated. So now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the incident of this particular individual, Habib al-Najjar, this pious servant who lived on another part of the city and he heard that these messengers are inviting people towards goodness and they are being abused. So he stood up in defense of them and he ran from where he was until he reached them and he said, Ya qawmi tabi'ul mursaleen. Oh my nation, why don't you listen to these people? Hear what they have to say. Don't just call people names and say that they are backwards and they don't fit into the times of today. Try to hear what they have to say first. This is something we need to learn to do as well. When we are told something of the sharia of, of Islam, something of the teachings of Rasulullah maybe at that particular time, we might not be doing what is 100% correct. But at least we can acknowledge and say, okay, I'm making a mistake, I'm a bit weak, I'm, I, I, but I need to rectify. I know where I'm heading and I know at least with this type of mentality a person will turn to Allah and seek for forgiveness and, and ask for tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when a person knows that which is the truth and then he rejects it because he feels that he, he doesn't want to submit himself or subject himself to the dictates of others, then this is where we fall short and a person heads towards destruction. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further on says that the words of Habib al-Najjar to his nation, he said, اتبعوا من لا يسألكم أجرا Follow these people who are not asking you for the things, they're not asking you to pay them anything of this world. They're merely presenting something of success in this dunya as well as in the akhirah. And they are the rightly guided ones. And thereafter, he tells them, when they ask him also, you also agree with what they're saying. He said, of course I worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. مَا لِيَ لَا أَعْبُدُ الَّذِي فَطَرَنِي why should I not worship that being who has created me from non-existence? He brought me into existence. وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ And you will also return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he says, أَأَتَّخِذُ مِن دُونِهِ آلِهَةً Do you ascribe partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Other deities, other idols that you worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Whose intercession or who will be of no benefit to you on the day of Qiyamah? He says, if I do that, then I will be in open deviation with you. And he expresses his iman and he says, Inni amantu bi rabbikum fasma'un. Thereafter, the commentators say that this Habib al-Najjar was murdered. He was killed by the, by the mob of this particular city and he passed away. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then continues to mention his affair to show us that the true life is the life of the akhirah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes conveys a message to the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through the verses of the Qur'an from the life of the Akhirah. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, those people who pass away in the path of Allah do not say that they are dead. بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ They have been sustained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah says, they are happy with what Allah has given them. فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ And Allah continues, He says, وَيَسْتَبْشِرُونَ And they send glad tidings to you. They tell you, don't worry about us, we are fine. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the great reward in Jannah. وَيَسْتَبْشِرُونَ بِنِعْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلِ they, they send forth glad tidings of the virtue and the bounty that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed them with. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it was said to Habib al-Najjar, udkhulil jannah, qila udkhulil jannah, enter into jannah. And Allah is announcing it in the Quran. That person who supported those who, who, who were sent with the invitation to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that person who supported them, Allah announces in the Quran what their condition will be in the akhirah by, by virtue of the example of Habib al-Najjar. And then Habib al-Najjar, a person who's got the desire and is a well-wisher for, for, for humanity, 
his well wishing is not restricted to the dunya. Even in his qabr, he says, Ya layta qawmi ya'lamun bima ghafara li rabbi wa ja'alani min al-mukramin. How I wish that my nation could have seen what I'm enjoying now and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed me amongst those who are, who are honored and those who have been blessed with virtue in, in the akhirah. So even in that state, he, he wishes well for, and this is well wishing for humanity is the quality of the ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our beautiful deen, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, nasiha. Our deen is nasiha. Nasiha doesn't only mean advice. This is the translation of our, of our, our weak language of English. But nasiha means well wishing, that you look for an excuse to, 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 to be good to someone. This is why in the verse in Surah Al-Furqan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا When the ignorant address the mu'min, the ibadul rahman the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then they say words of peace, words of reconciliation, words of uniting the hearts. And like I said, it doesn't mean that they have an argument with someone and they say, hey, you are jahil, assalamu alaikum. That we're making salam to you. No, the mufassirin say this word is from tasallum, which means that you try to find a reason not to fight. Try to find a reason not to argue, but rather to unite the hearts and bring people together. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of the status that this person had achieved. بِمَا غَفَرَ لِي رَبِّي وَجَعَلَنِي مِنَ الْمُكْرَمِينَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't send any army to destroy them. It was just the shriek of one angel that destroyed these people. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us the value of a person who dedicates his, his life to protect the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is our responsibility. It doesn't matter what we are doing if we're working. It doesn't matter if we are students. But as individuals, we are the representatives of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We emulate the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa through our character and our akhlaq. This is the most important thing. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith, أَثْقَلُ شَيْءٍ فِي مِزَانِ الْعَبْدِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ خُلُقٌ حَسَنٍ The weightiest thing in the scale of the, on the day of Qiyamah, in the, in the scale of a servant on the day of Qiyamah, will be his good character and his good conduct. And this is what Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam presented to humanity and what drew the hearts of people closer to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There, there, was, there were many other verses. There was the incident of Sayyidina Yunus alayhi wa sallam when he was swallowed uh, by the fish. And, and he recited the tasbih, which is known as the, tasbih, the ayah karima, the tasbih of uh, Sayyidina Yunus alayhi salam, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Allah says if he didn't recite that tasbih, he would have still remained in the belly of that fish. But this is not to, to ridicule the status of a nabi. Via this nabi, Allah taught us the tasbih. In fact, Imam al-Haramain al-Juwaini, one of the great Shafi'i scholars, in explaining a particular hadith, there's a hadith when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Do not express my virtue over the, the status of, of Sayyidina Yunus In other words, do not express my rank in such a way that it belittles the status of another Nabi. Otherwise, the Anbiya have various ranks and the, the rank of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi is the highest. But to, to mention a Nabi in such a way that another one is belittled, so Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, do not mention me in such a way that Yunus salam is belittled in any way. Imam al-Haramain al-Juwaini, he says that there's a, there's a beautiful point to learn in this particular hadith. And he says, Nabi Sallallahu is also teaching us that a person's status does not depend on where he is positioned in the universe. I went up to Sidratul Muntaha and Yunus salam went into the bottom of the ocean in the belly of the fish. But by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these two places are the same because Allah is free from place. Allah, is not, Allah doesn't have any connection with place. 
time, direction, and all these dimensions do not apply to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if a person is flying high physically in the dunya, it doesn't mean that his status is high. And if a person seems to be downtrodden or he's living in a pitiful state, it doesn't mean that his status is low by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, in explaining the meaning of the word qareeb, what is a person who is close to Allah? When we say somebody is close to Allah, he says, Laysal qurbu wal bu'du min Allah. Closeness, the word qareeb, and being far, has got nothing to do with distance. He says, ليس القرب والبعد من الله على طريق المسافة إنما القرب والبعد من الله على طريق الكرامة والهوان When the word قريب, near and, and distant from Allah is used in Sharia, it's got nothing to do with a place that Allah is somewhere and a person is coming closer to Allah. No, because Allah is beyond that. But it means that a person's rank has been elevated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's doing those things which is elevating his status, which makes him worthy of the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person engages in disobedience, then his, wrong, his rank is, is dropping, and his status by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is dropping. This is the meaning of being close and being distant. So Sayyidina Yunus alayhi salam was tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he read this tasbih. And this is why the ulama say that all of us, we stuck in some fish. We've got our own fish that we're stuck in. Sometimes it's a fish at home, Maybe we're stuck in a fish in our business. Maybe in our families we've got our own situations. Maybe we're stuck somewhere. And turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through these ayat. Because Allah says in the Quran, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ As soon as he recited it, Allah says, we accepted his, his tasbih and his dua. And the meaning is, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ oh Allah, there is none worthy of worship beside you. Subhanak, You are pure from any blemish, any weakness, any resemblance to your creation. إِنِّي كُنْتُ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ I have been from those who have wronged. I have wronged myself and I did an act of, of disobedience. In other words, in our case, because the Anbiya alayhim salam do not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the form of disobedience. They are pure and they are ma'asoom from that. So when we recite this, it is called Ayah Karima. Ayat Karima. Recite it as much as you can. When there's a difficulty, we turn to Allah by reciting these du'as. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, will find a way for us to come out of this difficulty. Sayyidina Yunus salam's mention in the Qur'an is there as a lesson for us. Because we all have our situations, all of us. Men, women, children, whether it be at school, whether it be in our marriages, whether it be in our community, whether it be in the ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we try to make a practical effort also to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, worth reciting this, this tasbih. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq, inshallah, to turn to him in every condition and to live a life in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us and a life in which we constantly supplicate and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those people who frequently turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their voices become well known by the malaika and the malaika say ameen to their dua. And a person who makes dua now and then, you know, only when there is a bit of a problem, he makes dua, then the malaika are not too familiar with his dua. They don't know who he really is. A person who constantly makes dua and turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala readily accepts his dua through the barakah of the effort that he makes, his obedience to Allah and the ameen of the malaika. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq. One request, brothers, the bottles of water that we do have, uh, let us try to take it with us. Uh, you know, it's difficult for the brothers to pick up after us. And sometimes there's a lot of water left over. It gets wasted. Maybe you can drink it in the car and uh, um, finish the water on your way home, inshallah. And you can dispose of the bottle in the appropriate place. Jazakumullah khairah.